Welcome to this week's edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Hume, and I'm here to take you through the very latest news and views, hints, tips, and tricks to help you on your property journey. Well, welcome to the Property Buyer and Sellers Podcast. Today, this is a Renters Reform Act special. Many of you will have heard of the Renters Reform Act. In fact, many landlords out there I know are very concerned about it, and understandably so. This is the biggest change to housing law since the Housing Act 1988. So this is big. Make no mistake about it. What will it mean for landlords? We're going to get into the detail of that. Um, Let's start with the main headline that you've probably heard already, and this is all to do with Section 21. Now, Section 21 under the Housing Act allows landlords to regain possession of their property by giving two months notice to a tenant after the initial four months because they have an assured period of six months. And those two months notice when they expire, the tenant is then to give up the property. If they don't, then you have to take them to court. But nonetheless, if anyone asks you why you served a notice in law, you don't have to give any reason. It's a no-fault eviction. And on the face of it, it seems perfectly reasonable that if there's a notice that you can give for no reason, then why would you give it? But in fact, because of the nuances of the law, for instance, the fact that sometimes things can't be proven, such as antisocial behaviour or just aggressive behaviour, not looking after the property, these kind of things – They can be not enough for a judge to award possession and, in fact, are not enough in most cases for a judge to award possession. And that's why Section 21 was used quite frequently. Um, But it's going and it's going and you can understand why it seems unfair that you can give a tenant notice for no reason whatsoever. But there are strengthened grounds under Section 8 that will help you if you do need to obtain possession, but you do have to give specific reasons. But before we get into that, let's go back to the big change, which is also in there, and that is that tenancies will no longer be for a fixed term. What we know is assured short hold is going. New tenancies will be assured tenancies. The short hold bit refers to the length of the tenancy, and that's going. So all tenancies will be assured. You will start a tenancy, and it will be ongoing unless stopped by a tenant giving you two months' notice or you giving the tenant notice under one of the recognised grounds in the Housing Act under the Renters' Reform Act. Now, the notices that you can give under the Renters' Reform Act are still there and are strengthened in some ways. It's interesting. First of all, let's look at Section 8. Section 8, Ground 8 is one that most landlords will use for rent arrears. Now, Section 8, Ground 8 means that if your tenant is eight weeks or more in arrears if you have a monthly tenancy or two months or more in arrears at the point when you serve that notice and two months or more in arrears at the point when you go to court, which will be some months down the road, of course, then the judge has no discretion and has to award possession. And this is really important because if a judge has discretion, they will often lean towards tenants in their circumstances because they're the poorer party and therefore the judge will look to defend them wherever possible. So it's really important that you use a mandatory ground to be sure of possession. So ground eight, section eight is what's been used in the past and will continue to be able to be used under the new system. And usually we use it with grounds 10 and 11, which are discretionary, but they just say that the rent's been persistently late, etc. So ground eight, 10, 11, that remains as was. There's a new section under ground eight as well, which will allow you to, it's what they call a, a three strikes and you're out rule. And this means that if you've been in arrears of eight weeks or more for three separate occasions over three years, 
then the judge will be able to award you possession on that ground alone. And even if there's not eight weeks outstanding at the point of the hearing, it won't matter because if that ground's proven, of course, in most cases, it won't come to that because if there's sufficient arrears, one would evict under Section 8, Ground 8. So no big change there. One of the big changes with the open-ended tenancy, though, so far as they sit at the moment, is that because of these open-ended tenancies, a tenant could give you notice literally as soon as they move in and move out in month three, for instance. A landlord will be required to give a minimum of six months to the tenant, but that's not reciprocal. So tenants could effectively use your property as a holiday let or see the new shiny let across the road and give you notice and move to that one instead. So that's interesting. These things at the moment are still going through Parliament and the implementation will fall into two parts. And when it is has gone through both the House of Commons and the House of Lords, then it will go into law. And of course, there will be lots of debate around the various nuances of the bill and they're already happening. Michael Gove has already said that he sees some changes in the student market because, of course, if the students can't be sure of getting the accommodation at the start of the academic year, that's a huge problem. And under the current rules, there's no provision for students whatsoever apart from purpose-built student accommodation. So that will have to change for the private student market or students will find themselves without a home and the government will realise they've dug themselves into a big hole. They may have done so anyway, but we'll come on to that. So in terms of the, um, the two months arrears over three periods, over three years, that's an interesting ground. It's new. There is also talk of a replacement ground for um, antisocial behaviour, and that is going to lead to an expedited ground. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes, but that's what we know. But the, the key headline things are that there'll be, number one, Section 21 will be scrapped. Number two, there'll be a new ground under Section 8 and 1A, and it's a move away from the assured short-hold tenancies to assured tenancies and the differences between the two we've already discussed um then we've got the different dates that are coming in how long this will take to be implemented in terms of timeline there's going to be a couple of dates once it goes through the house of commons and the various debates are had then it will go through the house of lords it will receive royal assent and then the government will have to provide at least six months notice before all tenancies move into the periodic system. So, and then there'll be a second date. And at that point, all existing tenancies will transition in to the new system, meaning that this will be retrospective. Unlike most housing law, where if you sign a contract as an assured short hold, it will remain an assured short hold. There will come a point when existing tenants are folded into the new assured tenancies and the Renters Reform Act will apply. So it's important to note that too. So in terms of the grounds, the new grounds under Section 8, one will be that you require the property back for you or a family member to live in. And the family member part is quite clearly defined as you, your immediate family, your partner and their immediate family and various, various nuances after that from grandchildren, etc. Um, so if you want the property back for you or a family member, there will be a, there's going to be a ground for that there will also be a further ground for if you wish to sell the property. And this Section 8 ground is the one, folks, that I think is most likely the one that landlords will lean on because it's going to be a very hard thing to prove that a landlord did not intend to sell the property. Let's say the landlord puts the property on the market and it doesn't sell. What 
will the rules and provisions be about reletting that property? Um, these are the things that we don't know yet, and that will be interesting to see because that debate needs to be fleshed out in more detail. But what we do know is that as far as they're concerned, the ability to serve notice on that ground will be provided, and that will be really important because, as I say, I see that as the new no-fault eviction as things stand at the moment. Uh, landlords will use this and then either relet or wait a period of time and then relet, depending on what the rules say. There may be uh, restrictions on re-renting for a period of time when you use the ground that you or a family member is moving in or that you're selling the property and then you choose to re-rent it instead. Um, so that'll be interesting to see as well. So apart from that, reasons why the tenancies can be terminated. As far as the new grounds are concerned, there doesn't seem to be much definition under the, the landlord intends to sell grounds, I've said. So for me, that is the big gap, um, one that will be used by landlords in replace of Section 21. But what will be the impact of this? Well, the first thing is you can expect to see a huge number of Section 21 notices going in right now. The courts will be swamped, no doubt. They're also talking about court reform and speeding up the process of landlords obtaining possession. Now, I don't think this is going to happen. Um, if you look at the criminal courts, they're in a terrible state. And getting justice is really difficult in the criminal courts and the civil courts come to that. But when it comes to housing law, they've always been terrible. And you're always been talking about in our area, for instance, nine to 12 months just to get a hearing. Um, and it would be great to see that sped up. And if they're serious about giving comfort to landlords, then that's the side of things that they need to focus on. And I fear that that's the side that will be let go. I think they're looking for a headline grabbing. Look what we've done for the rental market. Isn't it wonderful prior to the election? Although having said that, it must be said that this has cross party support. So if Labour get in, you can still expect the Renters Reform Act to be coming along anyway. Um, so I think we can see, expect to see a lot of Section 21 notices going in now where landlords have tenants that are slightly troublesome and they'd rather get rid of them before it comes in, make sure they've got tenants that are less troublesome. There will be lots of notices going in. I've no doubt about that right now. Um, in terms of what it does for the housing market, it will scare many landlords. On top of the many penalising reforms that this government has made, particularly with regards to tax and Section 24, the lack of the private landlord being able to offset their interest payments against tax. Um, landlords will see this as another nail in the coffin in many cases of the rental market. And because most landlords hold just one property and they're sitting on large amounts of equity, they may well see this as an opportunity to exit the market. Many already are. And the balance of people selling is higher than the balance of people buying. And then with the Renters Reform Act as well, we can expect more potential investors in the rental market to sit back, wait and see while this goes through. And this will lead to a further shortage in the market of new accommodation where we already have an acute shortage. So longer term, where do I see this going? Well, I see this causing more landlords to exit the market and more landlords to actually say, enough already, we'll realise that small profit we have. And there is an army, folks, out there, an army of small landlords. And the sentiment with which they choose to go will have a huge impact on the market because overall, they're a huge sector of this market. And that will exacerbate the problem. So I expect two things. More Section 21 notices clogging the courts whilst this goes through Parliament. And then when it comes and people try and use the new grounds, the courts will already be clogged 
with the Section 21s going through, let alone the new ones going through court. So I think the two things together are going to lead to huge problems legally through the courts. And the government say that they're going to do some changes to the courts to make them work better. That's the bit that I'm really sceptical about. I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, there are various other grounds, most of which aren't relevant for landlords. Um, they are relevant for people like um, housing associations, and you know they they will be there. Of course, there'll still be the ground for sale by mortgage. The mortgages will uh, be able to regain possession in the usual way, so that's not really impacted. But I think the overall effect of this will be that landlords will be frightened. I think actually some of it is quite balanced, much more balanced than some would have you believe. And hopefully some more balance will be put in for landlords as it goes through both the Houses of Parliament and then subsequently the House of Commons. In terms of timing, what do I think? I think we're talking about a minimum of a year to get through Parliament and then probably six months after that. So I think we're probably 18 months away from this being enshrined in law. It could be sooner, um, but remains to be seen, really. But I do think the net result will be more clogged courts and unless they do some serious reform to the courts, which I'm not hearing about, we're hearing all about this implementation, but we're not hearing anything about court reform, although it's been promised. Um, I think it's soundbite, and I think that will be the problem. And what it may lead to, of course, is landlords finding that when they do try and evict tenants under Ground 8, Section 8, i.e. that there's rent arrears, that those rent arrears grow more substantially whilst they wait for a space in court to evict their tenants, regardless of whether we're under the Renters Reform Act rules or current rules. Because remember, Section 8, Ground 8 doesn't change at all. That remains as was. It's still two months rent outstanding when you serve the notice and two months at the point of hearing. Now, the other thing is interest rates. I know a lot of people out there just changing the subject now and getting on to interest rates. A lot of people out there are worried about interest rates, what's happening with them, when will they calm down. It seems the headline rate of inflation, uh, when other factors are stripped out, is still very high. I know it's falling, and we've heard some good news just this week about falling inflation, but it looks like it's going to be as much as another year before we see interest rates start to fall. Um, they may not increase so rapidly, they may not increase at all, but we don't expect them to fall this year the way things are looking. So uh, rather frustrating, but it is what it is, as they say. And so, you know, tough times ahead. I do think we've got a tough year in front of us as far as the housing market's concerned. It will be slower. Uh, there's no question of that. We've seen a fall in prices already. I think that will stabilise now because most people will give up on the idea of moving um, and wait until things settle down. And this is typical of us in the UK. When we're not sure, we do nothing. And I suspect this is what will happen this time around as well. So... We can expect a slower market this year, and as interest rates fall next year, things should start to stabilise. But if you're thinking of selling, then there's no reason why you shouldn't, because remember, it's just about transferring that pot of money from where it is right now to another property. And if the market rises or falls, then it will rise or fall probably to a similar degree where you are now as to where you wish to move to if you're moving in the UK. So it doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't move. It does mean, however, that if you choose to move, there may be less choice out there for you. That's certainly what we're experiencing at the moment is there's not a great deal of new stock coming to market and therefore the choice is limited for buyers and therefore there's more buyers out there looking at the stock that's available, ironically. This isn't driving prices though because interest rates are so high affordability is kicking in and people are struggling to make those 
larger purchases where interest rates have gone up. Of course, it's affected people massively in terms of the kind and type and style of property that they wish to buy versus what they will now buy. I hope you found that interesting on the Renters Reform Act. Certainly, there's a lot more to come. We are just at the very start of the journey of it going through Parliament. And no doubt, you will hear more and more about it. I'm sure you've heard of it already. But the Renters Reform Act is the big news in the rental industry and will continue to be so, so for the next year. So as always, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with another edition. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great bank holiday. We'll speak to you soon. Ciao. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers podcast. You can find out more at our website, jamesalexander.com. You can email me directly, ken at jamesalexander.com. We are estate agents and we can give you hints, tips, tricks and advice wherever you're buying, selling, moving to or from. Thanks to Ben Sounds for the intro and outro today and thanks to Jack Bowles for production.